Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I have an amazing guest with us today, and his name is Benjamin Scheffler, and he's a board-certified medical hypnotist. You're going to love him, and he actually has a gift for you guys. So he's going to tell us about that at the end of the show, so I hope you'll stay tuned. And now for today's guest, I'm going to read a little bio about him first. I'm really excited that Ben is with us. Ben Scheffler is a board-certified medical hypnotist and founder of the self-improvement website, BrilliantSide.com. He has a private hypnosis practice in Boise, Idaho, where he specializes in anxiety, insomnia, and helping people create better habits. And like I said, Ben has a gift for you guys at the end of the show, which will also be linked uh, to in the show notes. So welcome, Ben. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Thank you for having me, Jean. I'm really excited to be here. Great. Oh, golly, I know. Boise, Idaho. That's a long way for me. So I'm glad for Skype today that we could actually get together. <laughs> the beauty of technology. I know. And so also the beauty of what you do. Oh, I'm so excited to have my listeners learn a little bit about what it is a medical hypnotist is and what they do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then, then I'm gonna, I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay, yeah. Well, I have a, a private practice here in Boise, Idaho, um, and I, like I, you said in the intro, I help people with anxiety and insomnia, and I really discovered hypnosis about uh, seven or eight years ago now. I was working as a contractor at Google in California, and I was doing some data entry there, and I listened to a radio show. And on that radio show, they had a hypnotist on, a medical hypnotist like I am now. And he said that he specialized in quality of life and pain management for cancer patients and burn victims. And at the time, I was really blown away by this. I, I thought hypnosis was fake at the time or that people were just sort of mm -hmm. going along with it. I think a lot of people think that way. But I was fascinated by this interview, and it really just kind of uh, sparked that curiosity in me. I bought as many books as I could. I found some mentors. I eventually went to school um, to become a hypnotist. And 
a bunch of years later, I started my private practice here in Boise. And I've been seeing people up here for a few years now. And um, it's a really satisfying line of work. Oh, yeah, it certainly is, because I know that you are making shifts in people's lives. So that makes it all worth it, right? Oh, definitely. It's so satisfying when someone comes to me. uh, Like there was one client who just a while ago, uh, they had become almost a recluse because of their anxiety. It was specifically around driving for this client. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want to drive anywhere. And in fact, their, their safe zone seemed to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And so she could only really go to uh, the grocery store or somewhere really close. Um, but she saw me and she ended up seeing me for uh, a couple sessions. Mm-hmm. And the changes were so dramatic. After, I think, the first session, um, they were planning uh, road trips <laughs> to other states Aww. and stuff like that. And it's so satisfying seeing that shift that happens when you kind of access not only the conscious mind doing kind of cognitive things, teaching people skills that way, but also accessing the unconscious mind that controls so many different things, so many different parts of you. Uh, it really, yeah. some magic can really start happening then. Wouldn't you say, isn't it like 90, at least 90% of it is all subconscious? Yeah. And in fact, yeah. even a lot of the, the research coming out now says it's closer to about 99%. Wow. <laughs> sometimes, I don't yeah. say that to everyone because sometimes it can make someone uncomfortable. <laughs> but really, yeah. that's the truth. That's what science is telling us now. Yeah. Well, that explains why we keep doing things we don't want to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's really actually I think I think that's kind of good news because it's like but but that's so that gets us into you and your work, because now we want to know, well, how do we access our subconscious? Right now, there are many ways, of course, to do that. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about first the difference, like what is medical hypnosis? And I love, uh, you know, how. Is it different from uh, hypnotherapy or counseling? Uh, Good. Yes, that's a great question. So the reason that medical hypnosis is different than hypnotherapy is they're actually very similar. Um, The only difference is a medical hypnotist like myself, uh, I'm certified with the IMDHA, which is the International Board of uh, Medical and Dental Hypnosis. And Mm -hmm. um, I just have a little bit of extra training that your typical hypnotherapist doesn't have. But other than that, we pretty much do the same sort of things. I've chosen to focus on the mind-body connection, whereas another hypnotherapist might focus more on the maybe emotional things or more the therapeutic aspects of that. Um, But when it comes to describing the difference between hypnosis and things like counseling is, have you ever seen that movie Seabiscuit or seen like a jockey and a horse I've seen a jockey and a horse. Okay. <laughs> the movie's good, too, if you ever watch it. But um, <laughs> if, you, if you've seen that jockey and horse, it's usually like a 100-pound small little guy on top of a 1,000-pound really powerful horse. And counseling is like teaching the jockey or the conscious mind in this kind of example different techniques and strategies. Like if you uh, grip the reins this way, maybe the horse will run faster, or if you sit up from the saddle, it'll jump higher, things like that. Different things you can do to manage the horse. Whereas hypnosis is talking directly to the horse, almost being like a horse whisperer. And so that's why people, when they see a hypnotist, can get such dramatic results because they're working not only with the jockey, the conscious mind, but also the unconscious mind, the 
the horse that is doing a lot of the work because if your horse wants to just go eat hay, it doesn't want to race, then that's what the horse is going to do because it's much stronger than the jockey. <laughs> right. So that's why it can be so powerful and such big changes and shifts can occur uh, with hypnosis. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Beautiful. Great explanation. And again, uh, again, things like counseling are usually just cognitive and um, and that's good in a lot of situations. But some of these other things really need to get down deeper and into that subconscious. Can you relate to us some other ways that so that people can get an idea of how they might be changing their own subconscious mind here and there? Because they may not realize they're doing it, but... Yeah. Um, so, well, first of all, let me talk about some tools that counselors use actually do access the subconscious mind. And mm -hmm. like EMDR, um, I, yeah. I can't remember what that stands for. It's eye movement. Uh, do you remember? Oh, it's EMDR. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it works really well. <laughs> it does. It does really good for trauma resolution. Um, mm -hmm. Different uh, guided meditations also access and uh, even if you do things enough, like using cognitive behavioral therapy and training your brain, that eventually makes its way into the unconscious, into automatic behaviors as well, too. Um, right. So all those things, they're, they're really good. And they just, 
they're different paths in order to get to the same area. It just you need to pick the right tool for the job because hypnosis isn't right for everything. There's a lot of things that counseling is much better for, but right. uh, for certain problems, hypnosis is amazing and you can get really great results. Good. Well, tell us about, you know, most of my audience is struggling with um, anxiety, panic, PTSD, or just extremely stressful lives that feel anxiety producing. So can you talk to us? How could we uh, direct that audience and how could they uh, benefit by using hypnosis? Yeah, sure. So there's a lot of uh, free hypnosis out there, too. If you go to YouTube and type in hypnosis, you'll get all sorts of different things that pop up. And some of that stuff is good. Some of it's not so great. But the one hypnotic induction, which is sort of going into hypnosis, the one thing of that that's really good and can help a person with anxiety or with PTSD is if it teaches you a progressive muscle relaxation or like Mm -hmm. a body scan. And I don't know if you've ever taught anyone like this uh, on your podcast, but that's a really good technique to get the whole yes. body relaxed. We use body scan all the time. It's one of the first ones, meditations I think they all need to learn, awesome. body scan. Yeah, that's fantastic, yeah. and that's, that's really good. And the only difference is between someone that just does a body scan and someone that um, does a progressive muscle relaxation in my office and goes into hypnosis is oftentimes I'll be guiding it, and then once they're in that kind of trance, super relaxed state, they're mm-hmm. really in a heightened state of learning. And then I can give a lot of positive suggestions or I can guide them through an experience that helps them resolve trauma or to look at things in a different way. Beautiful. Yes, that's the place, right? We have to get into that trance state that where we're, the suggestibility is higher. Yes. Is that a good way to say it? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, some people are concerned that, oh, I can't be hypnotized or um, only people of low intelligence can be hypnotized. It used, used to be a very common myth out there. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case at all. Pretty much everyone can be hypnotized. Um, if you can read a book, if you can be engaged in a movie and feel emotions from that movie, you can go mm-hmm. into that state of trance. And it's usually the really highly creative, highly intelligent people that really are good at hypnosis because that's really just a skill, just like playing the piano. And some people are going to need a lot of private lessons in order to get good at even playing basic tunes. But there's some people that they can just tickle the ivories just right away. And those are the people that are naturally good at hypnosis. And Ben, don't we all travel through that state when we're going to sleep or waking up? Definitely. Um, You go into different brainwave patterns. Like I think you start Mm -hmm. off in in beta, which is probably what you're in listening to this. You're kind of awake, aware. Um, Then eventually you'll travel into alpha, which is kind of a meditative state. And then you'll dip into theta, which is a deeper state of meditation and also where hypnosis takes place. And then eventually, Mm -hmm. as you go to sleep, you'll go into Delta and you'll get all that restorative sleep. Um, Although Delta can also be a place of uh, really deep hypnosis too, um, called the Esdale state, um, where they can actually do surgeries and stuff like that. And you won't feel any pain when you're in that state. So, Wow. Yeah, I know all sorts wow, of Wow, I've not heard that. Me. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I know a bunch of uh, kind of crazy hypnosis stuff. Um, so if you ever want to pick my brain about it, you feel free to ask whatever questions you want to know. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it doesn't get enough attention only because I think it gets a lot more attention now because I think it's uh, like you said, dentists use it, doctors use it. It's um it it but it it had a kind of um I don't know, like um like people thought it was entertainment or something because of what they've seen on television yeah. and the like. And it's not. It's very real, like you were explaining, those states that we go through. And with our subconscious being way bigger now even than I thought, um, we have to we have to take that gift that there is a place and a time that we can access that and make changes when things can be uh, messages can be dropped down in there or um, so tell me a little bit how that works like somebody's in the you get them into the state they need to be where you can tell them either positive affirmations or guide them and what changes what does it is it because it gets dropped down into the subconscious and it just stays there or does it trigger other things in the subconscious so that's a really good question and the answer is there's only a bunch of theories. No one really knows for sure. Um, I'm always constantly reading uh, the latest research when it comes to kind of neuroscience and how the brain works, and we have lots of good theories about that. And mm-hmm. so one theory of why it works is um, really how the brain learns. And really the brain learns in three major ways, or it gets primed for learning. Um, the first way the brain gets primed for learning is through new experience, like novel experiences. So a lot of the times when someone sees me in my office, that's the very first time they've been to a hypnotist. So immediately their brain is already like, okay, I'm about to learn something. I'm paying attention. And it's getting those brain cells ready to make those connections. The mm. second way the brain is primed for learn, learning is through repetition. And I'll repeat myself a lot <laughs> in hypnosis because mm-hmm. that kind of, hammers that into your brain. Just like if you study for a test, you want to kind of read that material again and again. And finally, one of the last ways that the brain is primed for learning is through heightened emotional states. And that can be an excited state or a fearful state. Um, Mm -hmm. It can also be a very relaxed state like hypnosis. And let me actually give you a real life example of this. Great. um, A few years ago, or actually more than a few years ago, I was flying on a plane. It was one of the very first times I'd ever flown on a plane. And I flew to Seattle from uh, Idaho, and it was pretty uneventful. And I was visiting my girlfriend at the time. And then after that trip, I wanted to fly back to Idaho. And when I did, on this trip, I experienced a lot of turbulence. Mm -hmm. And at first, there was just a little bit of turbulence, a little bit of shaking. And immediately, I'd never experienced that. So my brain is like, whoa, something new is Mm -hmm. happening. I have to pay attention to this. And then some more turbulence happened. And then my heart started to kind of uh, started to race. And I started to get in an excited, kind of fearful sort of state. And there were some screams Mm -hmm. and the the plane and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. uh, then even more turbulence happened. And we seemed to drop, which seemed like thousands of feet. I'm sure it was only like 50 feet, something like (laughs) that. But it was a very scary experience. And from that moment for about five years, I was terrified of airplanes. And that whole experience maybe took a minute, but it hit all of those boxes. It had, uh, it was the novelty. It had the repetition of the multiple instances of turbulence and it had the heightened emotional states of that fearful state. Mm. So I learned to be fearful of airplanes in just 60 seconds. 
And right. why that's so powerful is the brain doesn't just use that for fearful things. You can also use that to your advantage as well, too, as long as you know how the brain works. Wow. that's And, you know, that's fabulous. That's the perfect example because it happened in the in a short amount of time and it can hang with you mm-hmm. and hang with you but it is just your mind body this whole element of just protecting you right isn't it was exactly and people shouldn't feel bad or they shouldn't feel weak or that they're broken that's just how the right. the brain works and so yeah. I, I think once you understand that it's easier to kind of let things go right so continue with this story, Ben. Let's let's hear how you got out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, good question. So I actually <laughs> ended up recording myself some hypnosis sessions for myself, good. and I listened to those a few times. And now I actually love airplanes. <laughs> actually, yeah. Eventually, I want to get my pilot's license, uh, but that's that will be a, an adventure for a few years down the road. But yeah, so it, I I kind of cured that in myself, and it. That's a beautiful turnaround. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me about that. I forgot to wrap it up there. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because people, believe me, we want to know. <laughs> we do want to know. And and I say this all the time, the same mind that people feel has them trapped in fear and angst is the same mind that can go the other way. Yes. It's all the same mind. It isn't the the fear is just one side of it. And there's the other side. So exactly, and that's exactly now I'm getting it. What the uh, hypnosis really is doing is dropping down in there and letting those have the other experiences too. You can have those wonderful experiences. Maybe while you would you correct me if I'm wrong here. Maybe while you are in that state, you can take someone through something maybe they were afraid of and then like soften it for them and show them the other side of it? Is that something you do? Yeah, exactly. Um, If someone does have an emotional trauma, um, because the way that the brain works, I I focus a lot on the brain. That's just kind of my style of hypnosis. Um, Mm -hmm. But you can think of memory. A lot of people think that memory is like a box that you kind of store on a shelf and that when you want to think of that memory, you just pull off that box and you look inside and you experience that memory. And then when you're done, you put that box back on that shelf. You store it in your brain again. But really, that's not actually how memory works. Memory is more like a ball of clay. And so when you take it off that shelf, as soon as you pick it up, immediately your fingerprints are on that ball of clay. And those fingerprints are whatever emotional state you're in. And so when you put that memory back, when you store it once again in your brain, that memory is changed. So each time you remember something, you remember it a little bit differently. And we can really use that to our advantage. So if we have a traumatic memory, a kind of really um, ugly, kind of scary ball of clay, we can take that off the shelf, we can remember it in our mind when we're in that relaxed hypnotic state, and then we can bring in other resources. We can bring in confidence, we can bring in happiness or humor, we can reframe it in different ways, and that ball of clay starts to soften. And then when we store it once again, it's, it's changed. And if you do that with a few different traumatic memories, a big memory will change, maybe how you view yourself or how you view mm. someone else. And that's how hypnosis really works with trauma resolution. 
Beautiful. Wow. Very, very interesting. It's making me think a little bit about how do we do this to ourselves naturally in some ways? Like I understand if you have something very specific and you want to go and see a medical hypnotist and actually work on that, sort of like maybe somebody would choose to go to counseling or get a coach or Mm -hmm. um, whatever. But, you know, what it brings me to is many, many years ago when I was struggling with anxiety, a lot of my changes happened through my own thinking, getting myself to accept things, through meditation so is it close that meditation can get you close to that state where you are dropping better thoughts in or it it could it could definitely do that especially if you get in a meditative state and either things pop up randomly i know that happens when i meditate sometimes i'll have an epiphany moment or something Um, right or if you repeat like a positive mantra or something like that that can definitely that can help quite a bit. In fact, I use different techniques like that with my own clients because it is so effective. Yeah. Yeah. Something for them to take home with them, right? And do at home. Exactly. And that also builds on the repetition and how the brain learns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. So I can sort of see this as you kind of like uh, preparing the garden and planting the seeds and then they got to go home and water a little bit, right? Exactly. I found that the secret to success, not only with hypnosis clients, but also really in life is momentum. And so if you can, we start the momentum together, having a couple hypnosis sessions, but I like to give a person the different tools that way they can continue the momentum on their own because I don't want someone seeing me for years and years. That's just not no. <laughs> how I work. So. That's not the plan. Yeah. <laughs> right. I hear you. I know we're putting ourselves out of business, doing yeah. it, but that's just the way we do it. That's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> good. It'll be a good world when we do that. Mm-hmm. You are such a delight. You have shed so much light on this subject. I actually think I'm going to have to have you come back again. How does that sound? That would be fantastic. I would love it. Oh, good, because I think I'm probably going to get some questions from people. So if you guys have some questions um, that you would like to have uh, this continue, this conversation continue, you let me know. And also, like I mentioned earlier in the show, you can get in touch with Ben, too, over at his website. And I know you have something for my people, don't you? I do. I have a free gift. And this is actually something that I give to all of my clients that I see in my private practice. And it's a mindfulness-based meditation. And uh, have you talked to your audience about mindfulness uh, yet? Absolutely. Yeah, That's so. all we're about. Yep. <laughs> I love it. So We are on the same page, Ben. Yep. So I have a 15-minute uh, mindfulness meditation uh, for everyone. And the cool thing about this is even if you've been practicing mindfulness for a while, it's always good to be exposed to another another person doing mindfulness because they might say something a little bit different that you've never thought of before and think of, mm-hmm. oh, I want to view mindfulness in this other way, this slightly different shade. So that'll be available to your audience. Um, I think the URL is brilliantside.com slash anxiety coach. Yes. Um, and uh, so there's a page set up on my website and you can go ahead and download that for free. Wonderful. And that, again, everybody, that will be in the show notes. It's uh, brilliantside.com slash anxiety coach. And if you're looking for Ben, you can find him at brilliantside.com. Some good, really good stuff. And I wanted to mention about your meditation on there because I did listen to it. I had to be sure it was okay. <laughs> 
and it's fabulous, is that I love that you are telling them in the beginning, because this is what I talk about all the time, I'm going to guide you through it, but then you're going to go, because you've done it enough with my voice, that you can just do it on your own. Because I find huge value in silent meditation. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with me on that? I agree 100%. And I think that when you start doing it silently, you find that there's all sorts of times throughout the day where you can just drop into that meditative state for uh, 30 seconds to a minute and it really recharges you. Yes, we can then access it throughout the whole day. Mm-hmm. We don't. We do our formal practice so that we can access it, but once we've done it enough, we can drop into it all over the day. Yes. I love it. We are definitely on the same page. <laughs> Very good. Well, it's been delightful, Ben, and I hope you will come back. you have any last words for our listeners? Uh, No, if I can be a resource for anyone, just feel free to contact me. I love helping people and answering different questions. And thank you very, very much for having me on, Gina. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely, and I'm looking forward to having you back already. So thanks again. All right, everybody, that's about it for today's show. And today's quote is from Eckhart Tolle. The most important step out of the karmic law is forgiveness. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.